Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, everybody? Obviously, I'm not in the comfort of my home studio, the the Iktagon. The Iktagon has stepped outside, and I am in a amazing, beautiful, atmospheric. I don't even know if that's a word. <laughs> uh, just a universal energy has brought me here. Thank you, X Xavier. Thank you, Hansel. Thank you, all the wonderful people that put Warriors Nation and Dumbo Brooklyn together. It's incredible. One of their rising stars. It is a, it is an army. One of their ascendant generals. I would say current captain. He's a coach. Thank coaches you. the MMA classes here at Warrior Nation. Again, Dumbo Brooklyn, amazing academy. <laughs> Forward thinkers. There's no cobwebs in the ceiling. It is a <laughs> fresh gym. We're on one side of it. It is a great gym. Get your grappling. Get your striking. Get your mixed martial arts in. Oh, yeah, and I'm being joined by NEF champion Marco Cali Jitsu Beriando. Yes, I hope sir, I yes, said it sir. correctly. No, you definitely did. My <laughs> brother, we had a long story. Maybe we'll do like a documentary in the future. Oh, but yeah, for, for sure. now, he's got a fight next week, February 3rd. Yes, Schenectady, New York, not Brooklyn, upstate New York in the woods where Ring he's it. going to bring out his outer beast. Man, that was a long ass intro. How you doing, brother? <laughs> no, no, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. But I need water after that. The fight will be in New England, in Portland, Maine. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, where was the Schenectady? Uh, uh, that's gonna be Cage Wars in April. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, but we could jump into that too if you want. Oh my god. <laughs> he's, doing. he's gonna be the king of New England. He might fly overseas, be the king of old England. <laughs> my man, Marco. Thank Dude, you, dude. You're living the dream. Yeah. Day by day. I'm trying. I respect you. You are a calm killer. Thank you, brother. Just you've relaxed me. Just your presence. And <laughs> usually, I'm the low RPM guy. You, yeah. my friend, are a lower RPM guy. Thank your you, heart brother. rate's probably like 25 when you sleep. <laughs> but how you feel, man? Uh, how long was the camp? How's training been? And uh, yeah, take me through that. Honestly, I feel great, bro. Um, it's the most like certain I felt about my striking, my grappling, and just all above my mixed martial arts. Uh, camp has been going good, so. Basically, since I started MMA, it's constantly just camp after camp after camp. So not really off of camp, but I did go to That's camp. That's par for the course, though, right it, at it, this stage? No, for sure, definitely. I feel like, you know, if you push that pedal to the metal, once you reach that, like, high, um, like, level, as far as, like, the UFC, PFL, anything of that sort, I feel like it'll become natural, you know, because a lot of times I'll meet certain people or train with certain people. They'll see my day-to-day go to, and they'll be like, yo, you're already living like a pro. You know, so and then like I didn't think nothing of it until like I went to other facilities. I see how certain people train and stuff of that sort. And you kind of take into consideration, hey, um, what are you doing on your downtime? Are you building that mind? Right. Because it's not just striking and it's not just grappling. What are you feeling yourself with and stuff of that sort? But um, as far as camp, I did go to California. I was just going to ask. Yeah. So I did go to California for a month and I was at Dan Henderson's. So never heard of him. Oh, really? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> H-bomb, baby, right? 
But um, so I was down there with Dan, uh, Dan Henderson and uh, Trevor Wells as well was there helping me. Joe Stevenson was a great guy over there too. You know, um, Joe was really big on the jujitsu scene, so he was just really helping me with my grappling, my escapes, all that stuff. And uh, he would run a lot of the MMA practices. And I just, all above, just got really good work over there. Came back, jumped back into camp with the family here at Warriors Nation, um, having some high-level guys come in and out, going to law MMA out there in Long Island, sparring with those guys, really good work. Shout-out to Steven. Uh, Shout-out to Tom, too. He's going for a title. He's, uh, you know, just truly grateful. Tom to- Fitz? Yes, yes, exactly. Tom Fitz, Tom Fitz, yeah. I'm just truly grateful to be um, able to experience and uh, just expand martial arts. You know, even if it's not just fighting them, expanding technique, right, sharing that. Because once you give everything away, you have more space for more. You know? Amazing. What, I, this, so I believe you are who you are. It just depends on what you want to water. Do you want to water the bad plants? Do you want to water the good plants? And that's what's grow. My man, you are <laughs> got a forest of good-natured, amazing energy inside of you. Thank you, Billy. Man, what has been the biggest change? Like, met you 2019. Yes. Now we are five years later. Yep. What's been the, the plants that you've been watering? Um. So as far as change, uh, it's funny because... It's like those little micro adjustments, right? I read this book called Atomic Habits, and it talks about it, that 1%. Reading books, respect to you. Yeah, that, that's I, one of the hardest things uh, to do. Oh, man. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not spiritual about it either, you know? But it's like something that, like, uh, I think philosophy has such a big part in martial arts. You know, you look at Bruce Lee, right? You, like, another good guy that, like, talks about it himself is Israel Desanya, right? He talks about not being a stupid fighter. Right. He said that right after a fight. He goes, I'm not a stupid fighter. I don't come from a bad family. I don't come from a poor family. None of that sort. He comes from a line of doctors. Right. And that's the thing. You don't have to just go out there and brawl. You don't have to take uh, like, you know, just strikes or you don't have to go out there and give them a fight. Right. If you're a martial artist, you can mix it and just execute with some precision, you know, and beauty in the art. Right. So just above all, just changing my mindset, because once you feed the mind then you know, everything else just kind of falls into place. Right. Um, but as far as my goals is just continuously just, you know, I had a, a talk with Joe Stevenson, so let's bring him up again, right? And we were all warming up there for pro practice and pro training and stuff. And he goes, hey, like, uh, he starts asking the guys, like, what do you fight for? Like, what do you feel? What, what's that aggression you feel when you, when you fight, you know? Like, because everybody fights for a different reason, right? Some people want to be Hollywood. Some people, you know, want the money. Some people care about, you know, being the, the biggest badass in, in the whole, you know, UFC and all that good stuff, right? But it took me some time to realize why I was fighting, right? Why I wake up every day, why I go train, why you do those extra sessions, right? Why do you overwork yourself? Why do you, you know, go and hurt yourself like other people like to see it? Like, like other people from outside that don't do it, view it that way, right? But, um, you know, apart from everything, I think, like, fighting for me has become a love, a passion. Like, it's, it's become my day-to-day thing, right? Like, I don't view it as a, ah, oh, man, I got to wake up and go. You know, it's kind of like, hey, these are investments, Right? You wake up every day going to work to what? Save up for something you want to buy. So same thing, right? You're waking up, you're going, you're staying disciplined for training, like, you know, for your fights. And I think, like, that's the, um, you know, the best way to enjoy the fruits of your labor. So that's just pretty much it, just uh, kind of just staying focused. Seems like you're really enjoying the journey. Oh, dude, I love it. I love it. You know, like, uh, I'm 5-3 and three right now, and, dude, you met me since day one, and you've seen what I've gone through, like, decisions i've gotten choked out in 45 seconds you know and it's like you submit yourself to the sword and i feel like it just flips that switch for you you know it's whether hey 
fuck, I, I just got embarrassed in 45 seconds. Uh, I don't think this is for me. Or is it, hey, those 45 seconds could have been the full three rounds, right? Because that's the way to lose, right? If you're going to lose, lose with the fight, right? You, you know, like it's just certain things. You know, my dad said it the best way because he walks up to me after that fight. And he goes, that's the stupidest loss I've ever seen you do. Wow. And, and I was and I was angry. I'm like, oh, what are you telling me right now? I just finished the I fight. I respect it. Not everybody gives it to everybody straight. Yeah, and, and it's like, and that's what I'm super grateful for because who's the guy that hugs me every time? Win or loss, right? He hugs me and tells me, you know, hey, you know, like even <clears throat> when I fought uh, Nazar Dimes, right? Great fight. Respect to him. Kudos to him and everything he's been doing, you know. But um, I lost my decision that fight. Uh, everybody was very controversial about it. You know, but at the end of the day, like my dad comes up to me, he goes, yo, there's certain ways to lose, right? I saw you, I saw the buildup, I saw what you went in there and you did, right? But at the end of the day, you're going to go back and train harder. So next time you don't leave it to the judges. And that's when I started to really focus on just finishing, right? Finishing, excelling, looking interesting, you know, and doing what I need to do. I walked up to the judges after and I asked them, I'm like, hey, you know, what's something you want to see? Let me know what you guys want to see because that's what I'm about to give. I'll cater to you guys. You know, because that's exactly what you want to do when it comes to, to facing judges as well, you know? Incredible, incredible. Again, we're being joined by Cali Jitsu, a.k.a. Marco Berriondo, fighting yes, next Saturday, February 3rd in New England, Portland, Maine, yes, sir. against <laughs> Nate Dore, defending that NEF title at NEF 56. Yes, sir. I really know it by your social media. I've already known <laughs> it from our previous interviews how much your dad means to you. Been there from day one, obviously. Definitely. Yeah, yeah of course, has to be there for your dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, was it hard convincing him about the 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 career choice? Um, honestly, bro, because it sounds like he knows he's like you're gonna come back, you're gonna <laughs> bounce back from this. Like he's in the game with you. Yeah. Like, so honestly, that's that's I think that's the beauty in my father. Like. Um, he was a sport. He was an athlete himself. So he played semi-pro soccer. So like, you respect, know, respect, respect. Yeah. So like, he would wake up and I know it's not the same thing as fighting, but like, I respect him a lot for it because the discipline he carried. Like, even when I was little, he would wake up in the morning, 5 a.m., wake me up. He'd go get us donuts, right? Like, he'd take me to uh, to Dunkin' Donuts, and then we'll go straight to the field. He'll be warming up. I see him in the field, and he'll play his game. Then after that, we'll go and do our stuff, and he'll train again and stuff of that sort. So I think that definitely planted the seed. And like, as I grew up, uh, I started to be interested in fitness, but going back to the question you just asked, like, how is my dad about it? Right. He's very surprisingly like, um, motivating about it. Right. Like very like supportive of everything. Right. That's the word I was looking for supportive. Cause, um, when it comes to a loss, you know, he does tell me like, ah, oh, man, I get so nervous. Or even when it comes to a win, he was like, ah. Like, you know, he, he does his face when we're walking out and he's serious. Like, if he's the one that's going to fight, you know? And so, like, I feel him tense and sometimes I'll give him a little, hey, dad, don't worry. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to take care of business. I've, I've been training for this. You know what I mean? So, just like, he's very supportive, but also he's my best cri uh, critic. And I'm super grateful for that because anybody can come up to you and be like, you know what, Ike? You did good out there. Keep trying, buddy. You know? But if somebody comes up to you like, yo, Ike, look, this is what you did wrong. I think this is probably don't want to hear it in the moment, but oh, you need to hear dude, it, dude. Dude, and it's I think the best thing is having your father, like I, I don't say mother because sometimes they're they're a little softer on you, you know. But having your father tell you that, like man to man, like hey brother, like this is what you're doing, you know. And that's the kind of bond I have with him. So very supportive, of that man. Incredible, incredible. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm a big believer in like uh, taking the baton from the previous generation, our parents, and Definitely. then pushing it forward. Like, Definitely. I want my son and daughters to climb up on my shoulders and their life to be easier. Definitely. It's like, that's why we're grinding. Yes. So, man, now that I know that I'm learning a little more about uh, Senor Barriando. Yes. Uh, um, <laughs> It's like, dude, you already had that regimen instilled in you. Definitely. That like sports regimen. Not just mm-hmm. like he's an um, amazing office worker and he's like yeah. like facts <laughs> is the best. Like, bro, he For had sure. that athlete mindset. Definitely. I didn't know that. Yeah. So my money's on you to get <laughs> to the UFC PFL like Definitely. one championship. Let's F and go. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh what I wanted to ask was, dude, New York, I feel is a little late to the party on the Bantamweights, mm-hmm. the flyweights, the featherweight oh actually now i sound like an idiot obviously aljo is holding it down in the ufc definitely uh marab is next but the next wave the cali wave like bro <laughs> i like you mentioned tom yeah edwin yourself mm-hmm. marcus reed there's mm-hmm. like like new york is probably gonna have like a hotbed for bantamweights definitely. have you ever thought about like, oh, my God, I sparred once with this guy. I got to see him. Or can you talk to the promoter and be like, no, 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 I'd rather fight the guy from Jersey, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not in this, but you're in this. And this mm-hmm. is probably real conversations you got to have with your coaches. Most definitely. Um, so as far as that question, uh, when it comes down to it, uh, you just got to be able to do whatever it takes to get to where you want to be. You know? And, I respect it. Yeah, and at the end of the day, like, when you go out there and fight, I think if you fight with anger and emotions, it's not a true fight, right? It's a brawl at that point, right? You're not doing martial arts. Look at Bo Nickel. That mm-hmm. dude treats, he he's, wants to treat it like a Tom Brady. Yeah. Like that whole emotional brawler is yeah. a thing in the past. Yep. Now with the Bo Nickel, it's martial Marco Barriendo, like yeah. treating it like mm-hmm. sport martial arts, like, like, a, like a lifestyle, not yes. like a drink get drunk and go have a street fight <laughs> definitely I, I respect your mindset you're ahead of your time thank you brother i appreciate that but um like again going back to that question um honestly i'm willing to fight anybody bro you want to be the best you got to fight anybody anywhere anytime like you know at the end of the day i don't want to fight a zero and three guy i don't want to fight like a one and three guy like i don't want to fight a debuter no give me somebody that's going to give me work you know i say i'm good right and i'm doing good things come and stop me come and show me why i'm not good right so because if you say you're about it, be about it, right? And at the end of the day, respectfully, like, anybody who wants it can get it, you know? And that's not shit talking. That's just facts, you know? And and there, this is going to sound weird, but in my mind, there might be some, like, respect factor. Like, mm-hmm. I like you. I respect you so much. Yeah. Let's have a crack at it. Yeah, like, for sure. You know, I'm sure you and your boys wrestled on the front lawn. Oh, you guys watch yeah. a UFC event. Yeah. And now it's, like, it's to the nth degree of doing that like getting in yeah. a cage signing a contract like mm-hmm. dude five years might be some chaos <laughs> imagine some boy you trained with five years ago you guys are msg yeah yeah big arena oh my god i love that i love that bro incredible it's just like this journey is incredible that you're on man and, and i'm Thank you, uh, very blessed to be able to jump in and out of each store and it's like really tracked to your story humble dude hard worker thank you brother. and just grinding man um and i like what you're doing you're 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 not folding <laughs> i talked to you after the adversity hit and even keel 
same positive attitude. Is that from your dad? Is that from your teammates? Like, where, is that from your fiance? Congratulations, <laughs> by the you, way. Thank you. I appreciate like, that. Uh, who picks you up if you have a hard day of practice? Um, honestly, bro, like, I think I think that toughness just comes through like everything I've been through. You know, like Sean Strickland said it the best way: just childhood trauma, baby. <laughs> you know, that's the that, that's the, the best fucking dose right there. You know, everybody needs a little childhood I trauma. Like, wait, I was like, what did he say? The yeah, best? Yeah, no, he said a lot of shit, but that's that's one of the ones that stuck. You know, <laughs> and if you think about it, bro, it's it's true. Like, you know, for like you know a little like uh note drop on my past life i used to be like a hispanic gangster in california and stuff like that like i've i've done those those deeds you know those you know somebody fucks up you got to do what you got to do you know so on and so forth i've been fucked up you know so and on top of that like just again childhood trauma right you go through all these things and it's a mental toughness right i think everybody needs to feel pain at least one time in their life right it's just fucking reality and what you want to do with that and how you cope with it is entirely up to you right i feel as if that question that you asked is is a very good question as well because i don't really like um rely on anyone you know like it's it's like what are you gonna do if one day you're walking and you get fucking depressed you know and you're looking around nobody's there and you're just oh you know like you're gonna, you can't wait can't wait on nobody but yourself count on yourself you know I, yeah. wow i couldn't agree more yeah. I, I told somebody my nephew yes who is trying to strive to be a pro ball player maybe nice. getting some like single a system hustle be nice. that walk-on story you mm-hmm. know that you hear michael chandler for sure and i told him dude it might even be your mom who loses faith in your dream yeah it's up to you to believe in this dream most definitely and it's like dude you said like yeah it's it's beautiful to have great energies around but it's like if you don't believe in your dream yeah. nobody's gonna believe in it for you yeah and not to cut you off or anything but even like uh, a big thing that i was living by uh when i was like you know off of these losses that i lost by decision you know like a big thing i was telling myself is i think i was lacking that faith or belief in myself right and a big thing that i was saying a lot you know when i was training was how do you expect other people to believe in you if you barely believe in yourself true you know, like, and, and it's just, it's a, it's a really big factor because you can be the best striker on pads. You can be the best jujitsu guy on the mats in your house, right? In your own gym, right? But when it comes down to it, it's like, gotta be, gotta be ready for it, bro. <laughs> yeah. And you were saying this off air, um, that you got dirt on everybody. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, you're saying like, uh, the, the mental game is so important. Dude, yeah. I couldn't agree more. How many 6'2", 6'4", 250-pound linebackers don't get drafted uh, in the NFL? It's yeah. like, what's the difference between linebacker 100 and linebacker 1? Yeah, It's up here. Definitely. Is that just... Is, this is going to... Joe Rogan's going to love this. I try to fight him <laughs> on this. Is it that wrestling just creates that mental militaristic mental strength is that where it comes from or the hardship like is it a combination like i think it's definitely uh, i that's that's one big factor right there because i did do wrestling with uh mike ferrazano and uh that guy he he pushed me to my limits bro like the fact that you're talking about those 200 pound guys right like we'll be training and um he'll tell them what shot i'm going for he'll be like hey go for a high crotch go for a blast double and he'll tell the guys and the guys have to full force like stop me from getting that shot that's how i got these like you know yeah so like he would just tell me like go push 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 and so like he really broke me you know and then rebuilt me well i rebuilt myself you know he broke me but i rebuilt myself and then he empowered that you know so like definitely i think uh wrestling if if you've wrestled before and like what's the dan gable quote 
if you wrestled everything in life is easier. Yes, yes, yes. Dude, I, I never wrestled, but it's like, man, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of jealous that you guys, it's a bond. Mm-hmm. That, how long did you wrestle for? About three years, I think. Mm-hmm. I've heard people second. do it for one year and they're out. Yeah. It's like, uh, uh, Gregor Gillespie's like, he served his sentence yeah. for wrestling. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, what is this freaking art? And yeah, I call it dude. the art of taking a person down. People yeah. call it boxing. I call it the art of punching. Like, the art of taking somebody down, man, is just Roman, Greco. Mm-hmm. It's, it's incredible. I, I find it very beautiful, too. Like, when you get into MMA and, like, you're able to mix it on the ground, like, it just it looks nice, too. You know what I mean? Like, especially if you know what's going on and you start mixing your jujitsu with your, like, strikes on the ground, bro. Like, it makes it interesting. You know what I mean? Especially to you MMA fans that don't really like the grappling part, I definitely tell you, like, watch a regular jiu-jitsu match and then watch how MMA fighters mix it up. I think it's actually a beautiful thing. Thank you. Charles mm-hmm. Oliveira, man. Like, Good, yep. if, if that guy isn't the, the, the poster boy for how, like, jiu-jitsu <laughs> can be so beautiful yep. in MMA or even Khabib with the ground and pound. Definitely that sambo style, you know? Dude, I respect mm-hmm. it. Um, but you aren't just a grappler. <laughs> you clipped your opponent, dropped him in your last fight. Beautiful mm-hmm. highlight. On your Instagram at Cali Jitsu. Cali Jitsu. <laughs> That's right. Check it out. Follow Marco. He's a great follow. Very funny dude. He's cool, calm, <laughs> killer, but he's also sneaky funny. Um, <laughs> Thank you, bro. Talk to me about your striking, man. How was that process of coming from the hard nosed wrestling background to now opening up, winning uh, belts in jujitsu? And now you're dropping opponents? What the <laughs> hell? Uh, talk to me about the, the so, stylistic transition. <clears throat> so it was it was a little tough, you know, because as a wrestler, we kind of give those cholo elbows right here, you know, all the time. you know. <laughs> and so um, it was a little hard transitioning, but with the right coaches uh, directing me the right way, like I had Coach Xavier uh, being able to help me with my striking. He would say those extra days, you know, we would have those extra sessions, working on footwork, working on the very basic stuff that I feel as if sometimes you show up to MMA gyms and they expect you to know right because i think the biggest thing above all was learning how to move after a strike right you land two anybody can land one or two punches right but after those two punches what are you doing right you're sitting down in that center line you're still getting cracked you know all that good stuff another big shout out to uh joan guzman our boxing coach here at warriors freaking amazing fall at hbo main events man his fights are on tv (laughs) definitely easy dude what a coach and he doesn't uh he he, what does he say he says i don't i don't play boxing right i don't i don't hollywood boxing right and what he means by that is like when you're doing pad work with sometimes sometimes they'll go with the pad over the shoulder you know what i mean but right 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 dude that guy hit you in the face oh dude he he smacks the the (laughs) shit out of you bro he has this little broom with a glove on it swat 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 and he's getting you you know but that's how you learn that's reality you know so i think above all like just learning how to ground and float learning when to float learning when to ground you know like if i'm gonna throw in a punch cutting that angle you know switching i'm a switch stance fighter so i've been fighting a lot of southpaw and nice. orthodox yeah I so I, f- I feel like that's just it, it's it's such a big thing in the game it's a whole know? nother weapon mm-hmm. and i because f- i feel like uh a lot of times it'll be conventional, especially at this level that I'm at right now. You know, a lot of people are just orthodox a lot of the time, you know. So when you're switching it up, it kind of throws them off, you know. And that's why I'm looking forward to making that, that next, you know, step. You are next level, making many steps. What can you tell us about 2024 and why is this going to be your best year yet? So 2024, fighting as much as I can, right? Booking as many fights as I can and obviously 
performing the best I can, right? Because it's not good to just be fighting just to fight for shits and giggles. You know, you kind of want to earn it and earn your stripes. And so um, we have cage. Uh, we have February third. We have NEF, the title defense. April, I have Cage Wars, right? You know, we're talking about some some good stuff. It's a big rumor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A big rumor about a strap. Historic rumor for New York martial arts. <laughs> and then we have, like, um, another one in uh, in May. But if you guys know about MMA and NYC, then I think you guys would know about ROC, you know. So we're hopefully looking at that as well, trying to just stay active the whole time. Yeah, and maybe some super fights, too. But above all for this year, just staying busy, staying consistent. I feel the worst mistake you can make, especially at an amateur level, is taking three months, four months, five months in between fights. It's, it's pointless, especially at this level because you lose nothing, right? And you're not getting freaking knee to the face, elbow to the face. So man up, do, do your time, and then go go to the big boys, you know, because there is, there is no – and also there is no fun – being the guy at the top, especially in amateurs, guys. Like I, I, I've seen it. I'm looking at topology because I do check that stuff. Because obviously, if I check it, who else isn't checking it, right? And I'll notice a lot. Like these guys are like 40, 30, holding it down for amateurs, bro. Go pro. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's not to down talk them either. Everybody starts at a different time. But from what it looks like, you guys have been fighting for years. Like, what's going on? You know? <clears throat> that might be me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I'll turn pro right here. Sorry, Marco. Oh, my God. Anything you want to add? Uh, sponsorships, a gear? Shout yeah, out to sure. anybody? Yeah, for it, sure. Brother. So uh, I just want to shout out uh, Silo Realm. Also, Teep Territory has been uh, with me for a while now. Like, we're working on jujitsu gear, all that good stuff. Um, Is that the yellow outfit? Yes, yes. Dude, the, the shout Bruce out Lee to looking Teep outfit. Territory. Let's yeah, go. I really like it. And um, another big shout out to... Evolution Elite, right? He helps me with my recovery. Yeah, that's pretty. I think. Oh, and drink Element T too. L M N T. The salt it has sodium, keeps you hydrated, and it also helps me with my weight cuts. Any caffeine? No, not at all. Oh, man. It's just it's just I a hydrate you. Once you have kids, you'll understand. Dude, I started replacing pre workout with coffee. It, it it's my dude. I look forward to every morning. Yeah. Like I I'm, live a clean lifestyle. Like you get excited about coffee. Yeah. Are you like a coffee? Uh, what do you call it? Like uh, addict. Like of course, but or a it, connoisseur. It, yeah, yeah. Like, so <laughs> what's your what's your dark rose medium, bro? Dude, hell no. My girl, yes, right. Like she she'll tell you the whole Starbucks menu, the secret menu, all that stuff. She'll be like, oh, you're you're this type of guy. You get this coffee, you know. I'm not like that. Like I'll take I'll take a black, simple coffee. Excuse me, sorry. A little honey, a little sugar, nothing. No, before it used to be honey and black and black coffee, you know. But now it's like if you get the good stuff, it'll usually taste good just like that. You know? When all the dust settles, your hand is raised, you keep that belt, what's the first thing you want to eat? Oh, dude. There's a couple things, but definitely off of the top. Let's of- keep it PG. <laughs> Korean barbecue. <laughs> the wings. Is it You're like, Korean what now? <laughs> nah, no, definitely, definitely Korean barbecue. <laughs> I'm going to call you uh, Marco Strickland. <laughs> now, I'm now, but if I start talking with the voice, you know, like... I was, yeah. yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> a little bit of extra dose of trauma. You got yeah. any uh, any new content we should look out for? Are you working on any ideas? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, like I, I'm, I really want to start like vlogging and doing funny stuff. You yes. Know? Like, you know, like I, I like I'm really into that stuff. And um, what else? I'm also going to be dropping a lot of clothes this year, guys. So be on the lookout for that. I know I had a uh, one shirt that was supposed to come out as a purple shirt, 
and it was taking a little while just because manufacturers, designers, all that stuff. But they are coming in right after this February third fight, and then after that, I'm gonna be dropping hoodies, bandanas, beanies, socks, you know, just different stuff. Let me and, ask you. Yeah. Would you rather be sponsored by your favorite gear company or sponsored by your favorite fashion clothing company? Ooh, that's that's a really good question. And the only reason why, right? The only reason why is because I love wearing gym attire. I'd much rather dress like this, right? Sweats, a tee, a hoodie, okay. right? Than being dressed up all nice, right? But if I could get like one specific sponsor, it would I feel like fashion's your passion, man. Oh no, no, definitely. I love fashion, bro. I'm really into it, right? Like I like I'd probably pick Nike just because they got the dunks, you know, they got the, the cargo pants now, the snow breakaways, all that good stuff. Let's go, Nike. But, but get enough that promotion because you know we ain't, we ain't got that contract yet. Right, exactly. <laughs> Cover the sponsors. Oh my god. Again, February third, Portland, Maine. Yep. Nate Door, Marco Berriando, the Bantamweight title. NEF 56 yes, February sir. 3rd YouTube? Yes Okay yes. Excellent Excellent I will yeah. be tuning in My brother Thank you for inviting me To your wonderful temple Thank AKA you brother. Warriors Nation If I think I could do Yeah A little W <laughs> Let's go Warriors Nation Represent yes, Shout out to Xavier Shout out to Hansel Shout out to Carlos Rodriguez Man God bless you Good yeah, luck God to bless you God bless you too brother Stay and elevated Let's get it. Let's Hell get yeah, it. Bro. Our year. Our Hell year. Yeah, man. Thank <laughs> you. Love bro. you, Marco. Love Talk you to you too, soon, bro. brother. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.